What's up, friends, families, new listeners, and uh, haters? It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to, but we're back. And, you know, there's been a lot that's been going on. I took a little bit of time off. I wanted to take in, um, you know, the postseason, take in the Pro Bowl, take in the coaching hires, everything that's kind of gone on. And let's really go down, like, the list of things that have happened, right? The Raiders made the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Uh, The Raiders lost the Bengals by six points. There was a controversial call, or no call, um, a whistle that got blown in the middle of a play. Play should have been dead, resulted in a touchdown. Raiders lost by six. Bengals are now going on to play in the Super Bowl this weekend. Hey, the Raiders lost to a Super Bowl team. Okay, by six points, not bad, not bad. And, you know, quite frankly... Everything that this team battled through, everything that this team dealt with through uh, the John Gruden, the Henry Ruggs, the Damon Arnett incident, um, the countless injuries. I mean, Richie Incognito, Denzel Good, Alec Ingold, the list goes on and on. Darren Waller being out for a significant period of time. That list goes on and on. And these guys battled through a lot, a lot of adversity, a lot of bullshit, a lot of you know, things that teams just should not have to deal with. And I know that a lot of people are saying, well, it's Vegas, and, you know, this is why you don't put a team in Vegas. Look, shit happens anywhere. If people are going to do stupid things, people are going to do stupid things anywhere. I, I, I can't blame a city for somebody getting drunk and, and acting a fool. If somebody wants to get drunk and act a fool in San Francisco, we saw Alden Smith do it 25 times. If somebody wants to act a fool and act stupid in Oakland, we saw Janikowski do it when he was young. So can't blame the city you just blame the person and hopefully they learn from it so uh the Raiders obviously uh opted not to bring Rich Basaccia back as head coach uh they brought in Josh McDaniels who uh, obviously Raider fans are kind of familiar with him um he was the head coach of the Denver Broncos about 12 years ago uh did have a failed stint there that was 12 years ago and he talked about um you know how he's learned from there. Uh, he's really changed some of the ways that he approaches things. Uh, and I think that, you know, I think the way that this team is being put together, the way that this coaching staff is being put together is something that's exciting because you have a coaching staff that has a lot of guys that were former head coaches, guys that know what they're doing, guys that, you know, are going to come out and they want to win. Um, Raiders bringing in Dave Ziegler as general manager. Those are things that, you know, you like to see, you like to see the conversations that Dave Ziegler has and has and is talking about, um, you know, winning championships and not just making the playoffs and not just being a playoff roster, but being a championship roster. Those are things as Raider fans we want to hear. And obviously we've heard a lot of lip service year in, year out. We've heard, you know, John Gruden say that he's going to do this and that. And we've heard, you know, any from Dennis Allen to Tony Sperano, rest in peace to, you know, all these guys saying that this is going to happen. I always am cautiously optimistic, right? I'm always going to say that, you know, this could happen. This is something that, you know, the Raiders, the Raiders are building, they're building a good roster. This was a playoff team. This was a 10 and 17 that should not have been in the playoffs, but they fought and they made it there. And now they have the coaching to take them to the next level. You know, look at the Patriots offense. You had Mac Jones, who was a rookie last year. He had, he was, you know, Josh McDaniels' offense was seventh overall um, in red zone efficiency. That's going to be huge for Derek Carr and the Raiders' offense. I think that Josh McDaniels is going to be really good for Darren Waller. 
Foster Moreau, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, these guys. That being said, I think the reason why he's going to be good for him is because it's a, it's a very similar offense and they they've got the tools. He he's got the tools to put players in position to to succeed. Uh, we saw what he did with Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. I mean, they were just killer out there. Well, Aaron was killer out there. Gronkowski was just Gronk. Um, you know, but those are the things that, that we look at, and those are the things that you want to get excited for as Raider fans. And I know it's hard for Raider fans to get excited, excited sometimes, but hey, get excited. Get excited. Now is the time to get excited. It's the offseason. And when we discuss excitement, you know, I was out in Vegas this past weekend, and I'm tell you what, the excitement out there for the Pro Bowl for, you know, the fans. I mean, you had NHL All-Star Weekend. You had the Pro Bowl. You had people all over. It was insane. It was fun. People were having a great time. They were turning up. They were just, they were getting live. And it was really, really exciting. And that atmosphere is going to continue to carry over. And if the Raiders continue to win, you're going to have more Raider fans out there. You're going to have more Raider fans having fun, doing those sorts of things. So that's what I'm saying. Get excited about this shit. Have fun. Because there's a lot to be excited about. We've got a great quarterback. We've got a good running back. We've got, you know, a great tight end. We've got an offensive line that is struggling but they are getting better and I think that they're just a couple pieces away give me a right tackle get a right tackle for Derek Carr and get Leatherwood to fix the penalties that offensive line changes a lot of what they're doing pivoting away from the Raiders now is something that I wanted to talk about and something that's been kind of going on in the league for a long time we've talked about it a lot we've talked about it with some of our guests that we've had here uh, and we're going to continue to talk about it because this is real talk. This is real talk, and this is where we have these conversations where sometimes you got to have that tough conversation. And recently uh, it came out that Brian Flores, the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins, who was terminated this season, uh, was suing the National Football League. And he was also suing the Giants, and he alleged that uh, the Giants basically gave him a sham Rooney Rule interview uh, to satisfy the Rooney Rule. And then they went on and hired Brian Dable. They had already planned on hiring Brian Dable, apparently. Um, Bill Belichick was the whistleblower, kind of. He's the one that sent Brian Flores a text message, and uh, he forgot, I guess, quote-unquote forgot, that he was texting the wrong Brian. I mean, I guess you either have, like, black Brian or white Brian or football Brian. I don't know. I don't know how you had a guy coach for you for that long and you are texting the wrong guy unless it was calculated which i think it was once again another conspiracy theory that being said it then came out that brian flores in 2019 had an interview with the denver broncos he um he accused john elway of showing up late looking disheveled looking like he was hung over um the interview questions were not professional uh didn't feel like it was an actual real interview and he didn't think that he really had a shot at getting the job so then after that it comes out that Stephen Ross the owner of the Miami Dolphins apparently offered him a hundred thousand dollars a game to throw football games to have a better draft position and when Brian Flores started to go on a winning streak Flores got pissed and that's one of the reasons why they saying that Brian Flores was terminated um, Stephen, Stephen Ross obviously denies those allegations John Elway obviously denies those allegations, and the Giants obviously deny those allegations. The National Football League came out with a memo 
or I'm sorry, a statement, uh, I would say about two hours after Brian Flores' uh, lawsuit was was announced, and they said that they had reviewed it, and it was without merit. This was a 58-page a 58 page report that they reviewed within two hours and they determined that it was without merit. Now, mind you, this is the same national football league that apparently went through 650,000 emails that were surfaced in June that terminated or that led to the resignation of John Gruden for a number of his emails. Now, out of remember out of those 650,000 emails, only John Gruden's were produced. The same National Football League. The same National Football League. Um, and so, excuse me if I don't buy what they're selling. Um, I feel like they're trying to sweep this under the rug. And I don't think it's going to go away. Shortly after Brian Flores came out with his lawsuit, Hugh Jackson, former head coach of the Oakland Raiders, former head coach of the Cleveland Browns, and former offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, came out and said that when he was with the Browns, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, paid him to lose games. Now, if you watch the Browns when Hugh Jackson was coaching, uh, it kind of looked like he was getting paid to lose those games because there's times where you're just like, what the hell is this team doing? Um, and then former players started speaking out. Uh, one of the McCourty brothers said that there was no way that they were trying to win games. Uh, you have a lot of guys that, that were saying the same thing. Um, and then kind of the Freddie Kitchens experiment. Uh, those all kind of stand out to me as a tank job. Either that or you're just a horribly run franchise and shouldn't even be in the National Football League, which I don't think is the case. I think, well, I mean, they are a horribly run franchise, but that's besides the point. That's another podcast. But, uh, yeah, so getting into that, you have Hugh Jackson that then came out and says he actually took money to lose games. Um, now, Hugh really doesn't have anything to lose. He's not in the National Football League anymore. He is coaching, but uh, I don't see him losing his job over it. He's in, he's in college. I don't see him losing his job over it because then even if he does, I don't think he cares. I really don't. I mean, Hugh Jackson is kind of that dude that really just does not give a shit. Um but then you have uh, some other guys. You have, you know, Marvin Lewis, who said that, you know, all of his interviews seemed like they were legit. You have uh, Levy Smith, who was just hired by the Houston Texans as their next head coach, uh, which is interesting because for the longest time, they were talking about Josh McCown, a guy who's never coached, a guy who, you know, recently was just playing in the National Football League, uh, somebody who wasn't a great quarterback. Um, so you can't really say, well, it was because he was a good quarterback. No, he wasn't a great quarterback. He was a journeyman. Um, he was up for the head coaching role. And all of a sudden, Levy gets this job, which, hey, hats off to Levy. I love Levy Smith. He should never have been fired out of Chicago. Um, he had the most success that any coach has had since then. Uh, but we also know that black coaches just don't get the same kind of opportunities that white coaches get. I mean, look at look at the, the, the track record. You got Levy, who I think this is he's the only one that's had three jobs. Um, Todd Bowles, who hasn't gotten another shot. You have Eric Bieniemy, who hasn't gotten a shot yet. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Anthony Lynn and Vance Joseph, who, who even though they didn't do a good job, they've never gotten a shot. And that may be you know, understood. Um you know, Mike Singletary, who never got another shot again. And, and mind you, these are some guys who obviously 
might not need another shot, but we look at guys like Adam Gase, who went from Miami to the Jets, and it's like, how the hell did this guy get another job? Um, you got Jeff Fisher, who I love Fish as a human, as a person, as a as a as a coach, as a leader. But let's look at his track record. You know, you've got guys that just they get to stay on a little bit longer. Do you think that you know? Do you think a black head coach would have gotten almost four years? If they had the same issues that the Raiders had under John Gruden, um, you know, do you, and those are the questions that you ask. And those are kind of the questions that always get arose. And what we're going to do is uh, I, on the next couple of shows, I have some people coming on. We're going to have those discussions in depth, but I, I wanted to plant that seed. Uh, so we know what we're going to be talking about. Things that we're uh, getting excited about. You know, this is really just a, this pod is just to drop some information of what we're going to be doing. Uh, I'm currently working through kind of changing up things um, in my workspace, in my work area. Um, going to be doing more video for you guys, doing more more video content so you guys can get, get involved with that. Um, bringing in more sports talk. So not just not just football, not just Raiders, but talking a little bit more about sports around the league, things that are going on, top stories, um, you know, key people around uh, the league. And those are things that we're going to be getting into. Um, I've got some great interviews lined up. I have some great things that are going to be happening on site, going to be doing to the, the draft. I'm going to be doing some things there, uh, really getting involved with things, pumping out more content for you guys, getting more stuff. Um, and this is just a precursor of what's to come. You know, want to get on here, say hi, say I missed you guys. Um, you know, it's been been a rough couple months and so really wanted to just kind of take that time and find my footing and, and get myself back together into where I'm in a space where I can do these pods again and, and feel good about it and uh yeah that's what we're gonna be doing um so stay tuned because coming up not today uh, but coming up in the future we have um we have some great guests we've got some great interviews lined up we've got some uh, fun things to talk about. We've got some hard-hitting things to talk about. Um, there's a lot that we're going to be getting into, and I'm really excited about the content that's going to be coming out to you guys because I am going to be putting my all into it. I'm be putting everything into this, um, and I'm really excited about the direction that the pod is going. Um, really excited about you guys, and make sure that you're going through, you're hitting that subscribe button, you're, you know, leaving that five-star review, you're leaving comments. That's how I know that I'm doing a good job is I get that feedback from you guys. So make sure you're doing that. Uh, and we'll, we'll hear from you guys or you guys will hear from me very soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.